0: Welcome to Well Played VHS, Well Played's film and movie podcast. We are here discussing HBO's The Last of Us. We're up to episode six. It's getting towards the end. Whew. Six deep. James, you're joining us as usual. James Wood, that is. I, I am. Sorry. Right. Uh, and Buddy Watson is here once again. Sorry, I kind of missed that part of the uh, the intro, <laughs> but welcome.
1: Hello. Hello, everyone.
0: Nice to have you back.
1: It's nice to be back.
0: It's been ten, nine days since we've had an episode because of the Super Bowl.
1: Bloody sports, eh? Yeah, those Bloody sport sports. ball
0: thingies, you I know. Can, yep, bloke balls. That's that's it. That's that's it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So episode five, we uh, we finished on the very very powerful and and sad. And somber note of uh, of Henry uh, shooting Sam after Sam had been infected, and then obviously shooting himself. Uh, and that's where we kick off episode six. It kind of just recaps that that moment again for twenty odd seconds or so. Um, credits roll, and then we're three months uh, in the future. Uh, we're kind of at like a snowy kind of mountain area, which um, from my it, it's Wyoming that they're going to. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it, it'll be uh, Wyoming where they they are, and uh, yeah, the the first kind of part of this episode sees Joel and Ellie inside a old couple's home, um, and this is actually this is a really good scene. I I really do quite like this interaction between uh, the couple and Joel and Ellie. Uh, yeah, so mm-hmm. the husband, I'm presuming they're married. Uh, comes home he's, he's obviously been out hunting and the wife is kind of sitting there and they they kind of he walks in and doesn't sort of say anything and uh, and then obviously Joel Joel appears and tells tells the man to take to take take the gun out and put it put it safely away and then yeah they kind of have a conversation about uh where they are and who they're looking for it's just it's very um it's it's very I don't know if fun's the right word but it's but it's uh
2: it's, it's definitely one of more the lighthearted hearted yeah, yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's where they do like let them. The s- yeah. yeah, you you can breathe a little bit during this scene. Like you feel like everyone's not going to be a, a monster, which is nice. You know? mm, but the old
0: man, he's definitely like a, a like a like a real smart ass. He's he's got quick wit, um, and I'm here for it. I'm very much here <laughs> for it, buddy. How did you find uh, this moment? This moment
1: at episode six overall. Uh, yeah, this moment was playful. Episode 6 overall, I find, is kind of like the ribbon on top of the, the the present of all the themes that we've kind of built up to this entire journey, whether you've been liked parts of it or not. It's kind of Bill and Frank, that whole culmination of Joel having this kind of guilt of not being able to save Sarah and having this fear that he's not going to be able to save Ellie in the same way. And that kind of that weight of, or burden of responsibility on him is kind of like hits its crescendo. We finally see kind of Joel be vulnerable for the first time. So um, I actually really liked this as like a kind of a nice little bow on top of like the first six episodes and then getting into the, the, the back end of the season. So I thought it was a, a very emotional scenes for Joel uh, even for Ellie, and um, I love the interaction with Tommy and kind of how that that changed around. So yeah, I, I, I really liked this this episode.
0: Nice, James. Uh, do you you rewatched it uh, as have I? Mm-hmm. Where did this episode kind of sit for you?
2: Uh, really liked it. Actually, it, it was nice to come away from uh, the Last of Us adaptation feeling like I was watching like a TV adaptation. This was, you know, and this is what happens when you get a bunch more actors in a room together, and you don't you don't just have those two leads who like are really fantastic, but they're not able to have the conversations I want the show to be having. And uh, having everybody here, sort of at the, um, the the commune that that we end up at for the most part of this episode, it just naturally by being around other characters, it draws out these characters a bit more. You get to see them in new context and new light. And it's just, yeah, I, I found this to be a really refreshing, uh, very emotionally effective episode. I think it's a little rushed towards the end, but we've talked about the pacing sort of in the back half of this show a little bit before. It's going to, we'll, we'll probably get to that when we get to it. Um, but for the most part, I had a good time with this.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah, so th- yeah, this opening sort of sequence here, I think Buddy's kind of right. Like uh, this, You kind of, I mean, in this moment, I do see Joel's a bit more vulnerable because the elder the elderly couple they kind of point to where they are on the map and they're they just sort of explain that where you're going or where you want to go it's you know very dangerous uh, and you can sort of you know Ellie's very you know head in the clouds kind of think oh it's all good like we'll be right um, but Joel kind of you know and there's a there's a moment uh, where, I, th- I think it's when uh, Joel asks the guy, he goes, uh, do you have any advice for the best way to go west? And he's like, yeah, go east. Uh, and then Ellie kind of chimes in and goes, you're not going to scare us. And then the wife kind of pipes up and goes, well, it scared him. And you can kind of see that he's very worried about what kind of is ahead or what what sort of, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, lies ahead for them. Um, and then they kind of leave the house yeah. and Ellie fucking steals a rabbit and uh, <laughs> and then this is when kind of Joel has those like anxiety, fear. These like things where you're like, "Oh, is, is there something like medically wrong with him, or is he just having like a like an attack?" Or I feel like it's a panic attack. Yeah. 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 Um. And uh, a nice little uh, little little quote here from from Ellie. She kind of goes, "You know, if you're dead, like I'm fucked," uh, which is sort of again like <laughs> emphasizes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Without Joel, like, she's kind of got no hope. Uh, mm-hmm. And we get, and we kind of push through a little bit and we kind of get a lot more. No, sorry, not a lot more. We get more bonding of um, Joel and Ellie. They're kind of around the fire cooking that rabbit. Delicious. Have you guys ever had rabbit, by the way?
2: Sidebar? Maybe once in, like, a stew, but it's been a while. You have never had no. it? Interesting.
0: Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, Joel kind of whips out the flask, and Ellie's like, "Come on, man! Like, let me have a swig." And yeah. it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." yeah. Uh, I
2: did like this this camping scene between the two of them. Um, I think Bella Ramsey is like the because initially i remember when this episode got started i was like oh i remember ellie being quite affected by the end of the previous episode i know it's been three months and whatnot but like as a viewer it's strange to watch her go from like you know super down about what happened to just like bouncing around stealing rabbits and having fun with old people again Mm. um but then obviously that quickly melts away and i think that like what Ramsey is able to capture in ellie's ability to be like i'm a kid i'm fucking around but then the moment there's a reason for that guard to come down it just crashes around her completely uh and you see that where she's at the fire and she's like what happens if it doesn't work though yeah um, like the, you know, the the quest for the cure it's a uh, it's, it's a really good moment for these two characters
0: yeah I think you kind of this is a one of the stronger moments I think but where you really get that that feeling that the bond between Ellie and Joel especially with with Ellie is very much a father figure kind of like she's mm-hmm. you know very much invested in in Joel's relationship with her and how much he kind of means to her you know kind of seeking his re reassurances that it's all going to be okay and um yeah so so that kind of moment is when uh, Billy, uh belly bella uh, bella fucking Ellie says uh let's say we find the fireflies sorry uh, i was i am prepared just uh, if you are wondering uh let's say we find the fireflies and it all kind of and it all works and they draw my blood and we and they make a cue. like then what and she and she and she's talking from like like the we point, you know, like like what what do we do? Like you know, what do we go and do? Joel. Joel's like, what do you mean? Like we. Um, and th- this is quite nice. And uh, he's like, he wants to own a ranch with some sheep. And Ellie kind of makes makes fun, like makes fun of him. Uh, and then talks about her interest in the moon, which is obviously quite quite a big theme throughout the games. Um, and then th- that's when that moment between Joel. Uh, sorry, the, the moment that James is sort of talking about where. Uh, yeah, she's kind of like seeking that reassurance from Joel that it's gonna work, and that's when she confesses that she actually tried to heal Sam. She she tried to use her blood to heal Sam, and obviously it didn't work. Um, so she's kind of not sure if you know if if it is gonna work. And Joel kind of I think he does it really well because he's got no clue. You know, he he deep down he mm-hmm. has no idea if it, if it is gonna work. He wants to you know think he wants to believe it'll that it'll work, but he's just like. It's got to be more complex than just wiping blood on someone's um, mm. bite, uh, you know. And yeah. then he kind of goes, you know, Marlene is a lot of things but, you know, if she believes in it, there's obviously good reason to believe in it. So uh, mm. and I think this is the moment – oh, sorry. This is the scene where they uh, – once they finish – yeah, no, it is. Sorry. I'm just reading my notes here. Uh, uh, fucking Ellie – uh asks uh which watch do you want to do and Joel's like, I'll do no. both. Like, you know, you just you just go to sleep and dream of sheep ranches on the moon, which I thought wasn't <laughs> a good little line. Uh Cute. But, yeah. but yeah. But then um because you can see he's signed, you know, he's softening up like which we've spoken about yeah. a little bit, but towards towards her, you know, she he's definitely more friendly. And yeah, classic Joel falls asleep. Uh, and then he wakes up in like a bit of a panic and Ellie's just kind of over there, you know, with the gun watching, you know, doing the watch. And I I love that little bit how she's like, I did this, I checked my six, I got to the high ground, just as you taught me kind of thing. And Mm. I feel like there's a moment between the two where she's waiting for him to be like, good job, great work kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, And he just never gives it. He's just like. All
2: he can muster is like a nod. You know, like Like, it's like a brief sign of approval, but he can't say it. He's
0: He's like, next time just wake me up.
2: Yeah. Um, well, and I do like that moment with her as well because she gets to like fire back instantly or like, well, don't fall asleep. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a nice, uh, it harkened back to, I think it's like episode four where they're talking about her having to like kill that guy or to, to shoot that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and her at, the, at that time as well being like, you fucked up, but I shouldn't have had to do that. You yeah. know, like, and that, that acknowledgement again that like he is not doing a great job yep. of, of protecting her. And because it's a superhuman like feat, nobody could actually achieve what needs to be done in this situation. But um it, it was nice to hear those characters talk about it. Yeah.
0: I, I kind of want to just pause and talk overall about this episode, but I think this is one episode from from memory. I'm trying to think about when I first watched it that I was like, Bella Ramsey is fucking killing it as. Oh yeah. as early. I think this is one of those just her facial expressions and, like that thing that mm-hmm. we just s- spoke about, how she was sort of seeking that like, um, that a- approval from Joel. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I think she did a an amazing job. I think this is where I was very much like I was I was on board before, but I was like, yeah, mate, I am all in on uh, Bella Ramsey being Ellie mm-hmm. now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then they kind of uh, kind of keeps going as they're they're on this walk to tr- try and find Tommy, and she's trying to whistle and. Um, can't do it and what i can't can't remember i should have written down like what joel said but he's like skill or something like that or because she goes i how do you whistle anyway it's not it's not really that important but i thought it was a nice little
2: maybe he's he's a dick about it which is it's nice because like it's it's his way of like warming up right is that like when when you fuck with someone it means you care about them (laughs) it's Mm. so funny because kim uh, watching the
1: episode um so like there's a few times where she's like fuck joel you're an arsehole you're an arsehole joel (laughs) so if you were that I'm just like listening to him like yeah Yeah. he he is you're right Kim Uh,
0: and then they get to the the dam and then that's when Ellie does that and again like they have that little moment where um, she's like oh damn or something like that and then (laughs) uh, and Joel's like you know whoever that uh, pun guy is that they read the book of uh, Mm -hmm. and then I actually really like this little bit, and he's like, Don't ask me how it works because I, I got no idea. And she's like, You could have just said said anything, and I just would have believed you. Uh, I thought that that was a good little line. And then.
1: Yeah, from the game.
0: Oh, is it really? Yeah. Ah, oh, see, I actually don't remember really much about this part of the game. Uh, that's where we need Nathan, or oh, we got Buddy as
2: well. Yeah, but it's a, he was very useful for that. Game <laughs> uh, is one any... of the
1: great uh, factions maps, too, just saying. Oh, really? Get that in there out of the You're way. Right. Uh, and then we get – and then they kind of uh,
0: – they're approached by – well, no, sorry, they're on this um, – uh, the couple right back at the start, they kind of warned Joel and Ellie about this um, river of death and they're trying to figure out like what exactly that means and, um, yeah, and then they kind of get approached or, or they, they've obviously like fired off a few rounds trying to a- attract any, uh, any in- infected Well, she's teaching
1: – he's teaching – he's finally teaching her how to fire the rifle.
0: Is that that moment though? I don't think that's at that moment. Is it? That's a bit. That's cool. a bit later on.
2: It's more towards the end. Later. Yeah.
0: Because um, so I think this is the, they're just kind of like looking for. In fact, anyway, they fire off the gun, and then not long after that, they they keep walking, and then uh, a bunch of people on horseback approach them. You know, because, <coughs> and it's a bit of a it's a it's a a standoff, uh, and yeah, they kind of like uh, sorry the. Um, the Strangers, they have this dog, and they're kind of like, If you're infected, mm. tell us because you, know, we'll, you know, we'll save you the pain. But you know, this yeah, dog, merciless yeah, death, this right, dog,
2: a merciful, yeah. this
0: dog can smell it. Which, mm. how real do we think that is? I mean, I know dogs can be fucking trained for anything like this. Some um, dogs are clever, clever things, like,
2: mm. but. I thought it was interesting that like in that first episode or second episode that it can be like her infection can be detected by like a, a machine, but not a sniffer dog. I was like, oh, that's whatever. I mean like the dog is cute, so it doesn't matter. But you well, know. Well,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll touch on that in just a second. But yeah, so the dog goes up to Joel, just, you know, doesn't really react and then goes up to Ellie and there's kind of that little standoff moment where it starts to growl and you, and you're like, oh shit, something's going to go down. And Joel just freezes. Um, Again, kind of has that kind of panic sort of Mm -hmm. uh, moment. But then the dog starts uh, playing with Ellie and it's all good. But, yeah, like I wonder in that moment, is this dog just purely for show? Like that's – I was like, hmm, is this just a way to get people to confess? Right, Yeah. Uh, that they are infected because they don't want to be eaten, I mean, eaten by a dog. Yeah, because of
2: that line later on where they talk about the the fear tactics they're going to use to protect their community, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I could easily see this being like a, a bit of a, a song and dance. Because uh, you'd probably
0: rather be shot than be eaten by a dog. Oh yeah. At least me personally. I don't know about you guys, but uh, you, you just built different, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So then uh, the, the strangers they they ask why. Why they're there, and they just uh, Joel just sort of says that he's passing through, trying to find his brother. And then there's a, a woman in the in the group, and she asks, "What like what's your name?" And he says, "Joel." And I think from that reaction, she knows that it's uh, one of the people at the commune called Tommy. He may have heard of as Joel's brother. So they they go back to the commune, and uh, Joel and and Ellie, sorry, Joel and Ellie, sorry, Joel and Tommy have a have a nice big embrace. It's very lovely well, this
2: was yeah one of my favorite pedro Pascal moments in the whole show like his his genuine like joy and disbelief at seeing his brother alive yeah. and well in that situation is is very nice and the whole like you know what are you doing here i i came here to rescue you and it's one of the <laughs> few times you ever see joel smile yeah like it's it's a sincerely funny and, and great moment yeah
1: Actually, i feel like a, uh, please yeah. go back.
0: No, please go. Oh, so I, I feel like in what? this
1: moment you've had him have the anxiety attack. He's felt, fallen asleep. He's had the other anxiety attack while the dog's there. He's been in these vulnerable positions. And it's like just seeing Tommy, it's almost like, oh, my God, the, the relief of having him yeah. in there. Like, I, I have help. I have guidance.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm not alone. How do we feel about Gabriel Luna as Tommy at this point? Because I can't remember if we did speak. It, but we, we probably did talk about it, but I
2: don't, remind me. I think he's pretty good. Mm. Um, I, I much prefer him in this episode than in the, I think the, the earlier episodes when, when we saw him, I think uh, grizzly Tommy is a much more rounded character for him to play. Uh, Gabriel Luna seems just like a lovely dude. Yeah. Um, like he, he's out there talking about his plans for season two storylines. He's like suggesting at the moment, which is very <laughs> sweet. Um, yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's a good performance. I think he gets some of the more like, you know, TV writing in this episode, um, and you know that that's not his fault. Uh, I think he does what he can with with what he's given.
0: There's a there's a really cool line that I like, uh, all the way that he delivers that line. But it's 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 right at, sort of towards the end, so we'll circle back to that. But yeah, so Joel, uh, yeah, John, Tommy have a little bit of embrace. What did you make of Ellie's reaction to this? Do you feel like she kind of maybe felt, oh, I'm going to be ditched, or I'm going to be left behind, or I'm um, yep. not important now? Yeah, it's always mm. like jealousy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, because she's not. And it's also the first yeah. time that she would have seen Joel be warm towards someone, right? Yeah. Like, I, I imagine after spending like several months with a person, to see them immediately offer up that warmth you're seeking from them to someone else, like that would be a, a real gut punch for her.
0: Mm. Uh well, yeah. So uh, the commune is actually Jackson, which is I don't remember if this is actually from the first game because I feel like it was different in the game, but compared because Jackson's from the second game, isn't it, buddy?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yep. But, I feel I. I feel like it's either referenced or vaguely seen in um, either part one, like when they're like on on the trail or whatever. But yeah, I, I don't think it's much in, in part one at all.
2: Part one takes, like this part of that story takes place in the dam,
1: right? Like, yeah. Like that's, correct. Yeah. So the, yeah, the, the, that's, yeah. that's all through the dam. So I, mm-hmm. you spoke about pacing, um, like I guess through all the episodes you're talking about, but I actually mm-hmm. really liked how they – I guess we're getting a, f- a bit far ahead, but like how they kind of condensed everything into. I, I, I didn't think, I was wondering how they were going to make it all work. Um, and just the change with Jackson and everything. I, I thought that they actually did it quite well, bar, mm-hmm. barring, you know, getting to the end, but all the other stuff and, and condensing that into the, this portion, I thought they did, they did well. Mm
2: hmm. And the Jackson stuff is, it's such a necessary building component for part two. Um, And if they're going to, the way, if they're going to do part two, the way they'll do part two, Um, it's good that they're introducing these locations, these faces, these names now, um, because then you'll feel it a bit more when, when it goes down.
1: Yeah. It would be weird if like in part two, Jackson just pops up like, oh, all of a sudden this commune was here. There was a massive
2: functional town right there. It was just slightly off camera, you know,
1: (laughs) smart so, you know, uh,
0: Joel and Ellie are having a bit of a feast. Um, I, I like how Joel's very defensive about everything that they've done at this point. Ellie's like, oh, it's been ages since we've had like a proper meal. Joel's like, we've mm. been doing all right. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a bloke about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. Uh,
0: I feel you, Joel. Uh, but yeah. um, Ellie is just, her little potty mouth is, is running wild here and there's a moment now I believe... It's Dana, correct? I'm pretty sure it's Dana. That's the Dina? character's name. D- Dina. sorry. Dina. Um, who there's a moment where someone <clears throat> is staring at at, mm. at Ellie while she's eating, and she's like, "I'm like, what do you want?" or something like I can't yeah. remember like the words, but uh, and then the the female is whose name is named whose name is Maria. Uh, she's like, kids don't really talk like this around here she's like i'll teach him mm-hmm. uh, which i thought was not
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's a good moment uh, that actress as well that's uh that was the other kid in that room i think has been confirmed to be playing dina right. in part two cool. as well or oh, okay, well, cool. in, in, in season two because so. it's
1: weird because on the, on the podcast they were kind of like not confirming that it was her but then not confirming oh, okay. that it wasn't so yeah right um, <laughs> but it, it's like from their conversation back and forth they were kind of
2: Mm. It it's one of those it. things as well like as soon as you see her you're like oh that's that's Dina like yeah. you know like you, you know what's going to go down between those two mm. once you see
1: them yeah and Druckmann's saying um because in part two there's a story about the first time Dina met Ellie and it's very similar to what happens here in this little moment mm. right okay and then Mason's nice. like yeah that doesn't mean that that's Dina but it doesn't mean it's not so you know, kind of <laughs> ended classic, the conversation there classic Mason uh <laughs> thanks <laughs> and then <Yeah. laughs> uh
0: Tommy sort of reveals to Joel and to Ellie that her, sorry, he and Maria are together. And uh Ellie's very very much like, cool, man, like congrats. And I, and again, she's like, Joel, say congrats. And he's d- just say like congrats. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, congrats. And you can see Maria's well, you can you kind of get the vibe that uh, Maria's not a huge fan of of, of Joel. Mm. Uh, and I think his presence worries her. Uh, for reasons that mm-hmm. we're probably about to get into. Like, they go for a tour, they uh, bring up um, communism, you know, uh, and Tommy's like, no, no, it's not communism. Um, and then Marie's well, what like... What did say? Like, we're, we're literally in a commune. Yeah, we live in a commune. <laughs> yeah. And Joel kind of smiles at him. Uh, mm. And then he and good, Tommy... Good brother moment. Yeah. Then he and Tommy go off and have a whiskey, you know, like the boys do. And uh, that's where Tommy tell Well, sorry, Joel kind of ex- explains the mission first and kind of says, you know, this is where we're, we're going. Uh, we, we you know... Um, well, sorry, first thing is Tommy asks about Tess and he's just like, yep, she's fine, all good. And then Joel starts asking about the Fireflies and he gets quite upset that Tommy sort of stopped replying to him on the radio and uh, basically asks, you know, or the journey to where they need to go, which is the University of Colorado, you know, for the two of them, it, it, you know, it's easy. Water for Duck's Back, you know, it's a quick little tour. Uh, but Tommy's like, nah, can't go. And he's like, oh, is your wife telling you you can't? Uh, and then, then Tommy reveals that uh, she's having a baby. Very lovely. And, uh, yes, congrats. Yeah, he, Joel is not wrapped about that he's not uh not pleased and then he's going
2: no it's a real like joel joel moment here for him to be like fuck off <laughs> like i don't support your decision because you're leaving me for this thing then, uh it, it's a good moment for my the, the the version of joel i've wanted to see more of you yeah. know it's that like here, like here he is like here is the face of this man that you should be seeing
1: yeah and he's already had that underlying like just in this conversation, oh, you had the radio, you were told not to radio. He always gets the idea that like Maria is the influence behind yep. Tommy not reaching out. So he's already got that pent up thing and that's just like another thing on top of that. And mm-hmm. right right before Tommy does sort of say that
0: he's got a baby on the way, uh, Joel kind of throws to him, I can't remember how it's exactly brought up, but it's about the radio and, the, and that sort of stuff. And he goes, you know, because uh, 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 Tommy's kind of like, ...you know, we've got to keep this place safe. We, you know, we don't want the word to get out kind of thing... ...because the wrong people will, like, mm. turn up. Mm. Joel's like, like, am I the wrong people? You know, like, we murder people, you know. And then so Tommy kind of uh, says, you know... ...like, I, I don't judge you for what you've done... ...because Joel is saying that, you know, what he's done... He, ...he's done it to kind of keep them both alive. And Tommy's saying that uh, we murder people, you know, to survive. You know, it's the only way that we knew, knew how. And then they kind of talk about... Yeah, and that's when Tommy... Reveals the baby and he's like, nah. because I think I didn't I didn't write this this moment down, but there's a part where Tommy's like, I'm going to be a good dad. Like, I think I'd be a good dad. And then he sort of says to Joel, awesome. just, be, just because life stopped for you doesn't mean it
1: stopped. Sorry, it it doesn't mean that it should stop for me. And Joel's yeah. like. Yeah, it says I'm going to be a good dad. And, and Joel's like, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like the coldest line. I think that's when Kim's like, you asshole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pours himself another drink and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Joel walks off and then, then he has another uh, panic attack and kind of in the distance or in, in the crowd that's around wherever he is, there's kind of there's a, a female with very, very similar hair to, to Sarah and he kind of thinks maybe for a split second that it, that it's her but – Unfortunately, it's not. And then we kind of, and then we cut to to Ellie. And this is a nice little fun scene. Ellie kind of gets out of the shower, and on the bed, Marie's left like a bunch of clothes, and there's a little device uh, that she has, which is I don't know exactly what it is. Uh,
2: does anybody? A, I've, I've forgotten the term. The, a, there is a
1: specific <coughs> name for yeah, it. Yeah, it's a menstrual. It's, it's a menstrual cup. That's it. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's Kim. Um, Kim, Lee, Kim, Kim leaned over Kim. goes. Do you know what that is? And I said, <laughs> Kim. I'll work 12 years in a pharmacy. Of course I yeah. fucking know Did what that really- is. There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah.
1: Um,
2: and I like that it's the second time that the show has dealt with the fact that, you know, she is like a teenage girl. Yeah. Um, and and there would be certain situations that are going to happen for her, even in the apocalypse. It's it's a nice bit of character work.
0: And I like how Ellie or just, you know, Bella's interaction with this thing, it just feels yeah. very genuine. Um, yes. Uh, yeah which is quite nice, and then uh, she goes downstairs. No, sorry, she, she goes to the next house to Maria's house, and then inside Maria's house, you've got that little chalkboard above. I think it's like a fireplace or something like that, and there's uh, two names: Kevin and Sarah. Maria comes in and says, "Let's let's go cut your hair." So, and then while while Maria's cutting Ellie's hair, uh, Ellie kind of says to her, "You know, I'm sorry about your kids." Um, Maria corrects her and says, "Oh, it's just kid." Kevin, and that's when uh, the bombshell news is dropped to uh, to Ellie that uh, you know Sarah was actually Joel's daughter, and she kind of mm. pauses for a moment. I think she's a bit hurt, maybe that Joel probably hasn't told her
2: uh it's like a a little bomb goes off inside of Elliot at that moment because I feel like it is like yeah it's the the hurt of not being trusted and let into that inner circle but I think she also realizes in that moment the kind of surrogate daughter role she's been playing the entire time without realizing it and like there would be a sense of betrayal in that because like it's a it's a really complicated emotional thing to project onto a kid um and to have them realize it is is really uncomfortable
1: yeah it's almost a bit of her understanding like okay this is why Joel is maybe so cold or reacts the way he is to me. Mm. Maybe it's not because he doesn't care for me or loves me, but he just doesn't want to let me in. And mm. from Ellie's point of view, maybe that's like, maybe even more enduring. Maybe that strengthens her bond. Like, oh, he does care. He just doesn't want to show that he cares.
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, her exact quote is, I guess it explains him a little, is what she says. Mm. Now, I can't recall if this takes place before or after this little conversation, but, Ellie definitely, def- she defends Joel pretty pretty staunchly because uh, Maria's sort of mm. saying, you know, Joel's basically saying that Joel's a bad person, right? You know, you've got to be careful because Joel's, he's a bad person and Ellie's like, yeah, I know that he's killed cool people and then she's she, then she throws it back to her, uh, to Maria being, you know, Tommy's killed cool, cool, cool people. Like, are you, are you worried about him? And she kind of doesn't, she, she kind of just plays it off and then I, I love the line that uh, Ellie says that uh, maybe I'm just smarter than, Tommy. Mm. Uh, yeah. No yeah. offense. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, you're definitely yeah, This is what smart. you said
1: before, James, about having more characters and having yeah. that dynamic. Ellie gets yeah. to bounce off somebody that's like going with her and is like on her level of intelligence, like the mm-hmm. back and forth. Like Joel's the very like gruff, uh, don't talk type thing and very stoic and I'm going to handle mm-hmm. my things my way. Whereas like Ellie's like almost matched up against someone this, with the same level of intelligence. So it's, so, it's so good to see them go back and forth.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think- Agreed. Yeah, just to touch on that, I think that actually does allow Bella to kind of grow into Ellie's role like Mm -hmm. a a lot more because you see her interact with more than just one enemy here, you know, one enemy there and Mm -hmm. then just Joel. It's kind of yeah. a bunch of different characters. So
2: much about what makes Ellie a charming like protagonist in the game is that the way she reacts to the world around her. Like whether it's positive or negative stimuli, like her the lens through which like she interprets shit is is kind of like a really compelling arc for that for that character to go on. And so like to to give Bella Ramsey the opportunity to do the same is really good. Um, I do want to give a special shout out to Retina Wesley's performance as as Maria, especially in this scene. Um, having I kind of view Maria as they've written her in the show as kind of like the the mirror image of Joel, right? Where it's like also has lost a kid of of her own, but that pain didn't transform her into a monster, it transformed her into something of a a leader in this in this community and in this world, right? And like what I like about her character here is that like she is correct Um, about Joel like she like you should be scared of someone like Joel like that is a concern Um, but I also like the bit of characterization it gives to Tommy when she talks about how you know she like you don't get the sense she is worried about Tommy because Tommy's a follower and and Tommy will follow sort of whatever the prevailing idea of the moment is and Maria's idea is the best one in that room and so Tommy's gonna go along you know they're also married and whatnot as well there's that personal element Um, but yeah I, I think Maria is like the absolute standout of this episode to me and if there's anything I could change about my review it would be to give her more flowers for this performance. I also think that it's those moments
0: with I think Maria really sh- show the big brother, little brother um, dynamic between Tom and, and Joel, uh, Tommy and Joel mm-hmm. because like you're kind of saying, Tommy's a follower so Maria probably knows that as the little brother, Tommy's just going to go with yeah. with like what his big brother says. So that's why mm-hmm. she's also worried um, if, or you know, maybe even most worried is that she's worried um, not what sort of Joel can can do himself, but what it'll do to yeah.
2: Tommy. Just to jump ahead, like a, a really tiny bit, you do get a, that exact moment where um, Tommy and Joel have their like shoe scene conversation. which is next And then scene. when Tommy comes back into the great hall um, and Maria sees him and she tries to, like beckon him over, he just smiles and kind of turns away. And you can see it on, on her face in that second. She's like, motherfucker, he got to him. Fucking yeah. yeah. um, Joel. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking Joel. Yeah, it's, it's I good. think all I've written for that moment
0: there in the, in our little, in my recap mm. is Maria knows. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she
2: fucking, she clocks him immediately. I, I love it.
1: Uh, she kind of gives that little, uh, is that the scene where she, <clears throat> is, is this where she does the whole careful who you put your faith in? Like the yeah. people closest to that No, that's, that's the, that's the same scene as the haircut that's scene. That's the same scene as the haircut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, no, that's just,
2: a long scene. I, I like how long we sit with that. Yeah. Mm. So then, yeah, and then they,
0: once the haircut's done... Um, they go to watch the movie, but Joel—sorry, oh, not Joel. Ellie, you can see she, she's very. She kind of feels maybe a little bit uncomfortable, um, like she doesn't sort of belong here, kind of thing. And she's looking around for Joel, like you know, where's Joel? Um, mm. And Joel's in one of the workshops or one of wherever he may be, trying to fix his boots. And and Tommy comes in with a with a brand spanking new pair of of shoes, and that's when. Joel kind of confesses the whole thing to Tommy, being like, you know, Tess is dead, uh, Ellie is is immune, and t- Tommy's kind of like, mate, like, what have you been sniffing out there in the on on your walk? And he's like, all right, indulge me, you know, and talk me through it. And then, yeah, that's when he kind of Joel very much opens up, and you get you get this very, I don't know if it's emotional, but he definitely it's. A very different Joel to what we've seen, I think, before, because he's it's like
1: the he's valve's like, hmm. been released. Yeah, yeah, so he's yep.
0: sort of tearing up, and he's very he's very worried that he can't protect Ellie, and it'll be a repeat of Sarah. And I think that's mm-hmm. what yeah he's he's worried about. And Ellie is she's she's left the uh the movie, and yeah, she's obviously heard heard parts of this. Uh, though you don't kind of know at the time because when you cut to Ellie she's just since kind of in the street she's clearly looking for Joel but I, th- I think during that that scene between Joel and Ellie sorry Joel and Tommy you hear like a bang maybe in the in the background i was like hmm is that someone in the distance i don't know i mean i mm. um but yes yeah, so then Tommy kind of agrees to to do it because Joel's kind of like you know this is the last thing i'll ever ask you to do kind of thing you know um, you know don't you want you know don't don't you want to bring your your newborn child into a better world kind of thing um mm. cut, emotional you know, manipulation yeah. from
1: joel that's here. it like that seriously self
2: is a real manipulative move like he like yeah and and, the, and that's what i like about this particular scene for joel is that i don't think he realizes he's being manipulative yeah um uh, he's he's not an outright monster like that but he does know how to play Tommy yeah. um, this it's, comes back to like yeah. the
1: Joel that you like seeing and, and the kind of the Joel yeah, that's in that game yeah exactly um, mm-hmm. as soon as the he only- said that I'm like oh you motherfucker, <laughs> you you motherfucker even, exactly. you're doing it and you don't even know you're doing it yep
2: Yep, yep, yep. He's, he's a toxic it's presence your, your in, in most mode. people's lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it wouldn't be an episode of this podcast without me complaining about something. But I, I do just want to say it I loved all of this scene until the whole, like, I have dreams, Aww. dreams I don't remember line, just because I was like, okay, there's that TV writing again. Like, I feel like occasionally this show does fall into... It's a bit too saccharine at times with, yeah. with what it's trying to do. Same with, like, when he saw the girl in the street and thought it was his daughter. I was like, it's just so... You're better than this. Like I, and and in this episode specifically, I see you being so much better than this. Um, But look, I just had to say my thing.
0: That's right. Cause I think after he says that he's like, I'm feeling in my dreams. Um, Yeah. yeah, I'm (laughs) feeling. I was like, come on, man. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 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 All right. So then, yeah. So Tommy goes back to the movies where Maria is. And that's when, yeah, she, uh, it's written all over his face and it's also written all over, her face and then Joel goes back to the house where Ellie and that uh sorry Ellie and he are staying and this is a big moment from the game uh yes. and it's a yeah. now I want to get James's thoughts because we spoke about this when you did the well when we watched mm-hmm. it initially but yeah so mm-hmm. Ellie is very mad so she's clearly hurt and she's reading what like one of the diaries and she's kind of like why are you here like you're going to if you're going to ditch me just ditch me already like like, you know, um, and Joel kind of tries to explain that she's better off with Tommy because Tommy knows the area uh, and she's like, you know, do you give a shit about me or or not? And he's like, of course I do. He's like, so like, what are you, so sorry, then she's like, so what are you so afraid of? And that's when she drops, uh, I'm not her, you know. And he is not mm. going to engage in that whatsoever. Uh don't you say another word? And they kind of go back and forth a bit and, and he's, he's like, you have no idea what, what loss is because Ellie's, Ellie's saying, you know, that she's lost a lot of people as well. And then she goes to say that uh, everybody, uh, everybody everybody, is a good song from Don Brocco, but she also says that everybody I have cared for has either died or left me, everybody except for you. So don't tell me I'd be better off with someone else because the truth is I'd just be more scared. Um, and I think her delivery is pretty spot on here. And, and Joel just, Joel gives her nothing, absolutely. Well, he does actually, he does give her something, but he just sort of says, uh, you're right, you're not my daughter and I'm sure as hell ain't your dad. In the morning you'll be going with Tommy, catch you later. All right, James, tell me yeah. your thoughts about this scene.
2: Um, <laughs> I... I stand by what I said in my review. I I think the scene works better in the game um, because I think that in the game there's a lot more dialogue in this moment. Um, It's an actual conversation. This, to me, feels like the obligated hitting the best, best moments, quote unquote, of this scene, and then getting through it for the sake of the the pacing of the rest of the episode. Uh, I, in an ideal world, this, this scene would have been like the, the climax of the episode and that there would have been a lot of time to really sit with what's happening here uh, because it should be a big moment for these two characters. And, and as it is, I find, and this isn't on the performances, like um, both Bella and, and Pedro like really show up for work in this moment. Like it's not them. Uh, I just, I think it's an underwritten moment compared to what you get in, in the video game version of it. And that's not always a fair comparison. I, I know that. Um, but, you know, the gravity of this moment for these two characters who we've spent weeks on this journey with, who are finally reaching a good place for them to be you know, splitting up because of like fear essentially um, is, a, is a big moment in the game for a reason. Uh, and I I just didn't quite get it here and a lot of that is because you know we essentially what like 2 minutes later they're best buddies again um it it's just not it doesn't have the time to marinate for me um and i also think that well, the rest of the episode does a really good job of the adaptation part of this concept in that, you know, it expands out this world. It writes new versions of things and sort of expands the dialogue. This being so one-to-one with the game, but not taking even the best moments of that, mo- that mm. scene for me. Um, I just find it a very confusing sort of addition to things, even with the good acting.
0: Buddy, your rebuttal and or thoughts? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, it's my favourite scene in the game, I think, outside of like some of the other big, big hitters and it's the biggest gut punch in the game. And like James says, um, in the game, I think they like fade to black or he just kind of leaves and they ride off and it's kind of black screen next, next scene. So you do get that kind of that second or two to kind of take it in and, and be like a hit by it. I feel like they, they nailed it in this as well, just as much as they did in the game. Um, I think it's almost word for word, the same dialogue, except for two, two lines that's mm. in it. Um, which I'm, I'm watching and I'm like, oh my God, it's like everything, 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 everything. And instead of oh, like yeah. just me running over the motions, like, oh my God, it's actually hitting to um, kind of like the scene we've been waiting for, but the culmination of whole, all this vulnerability and everything has like made it work so good. Um, so yeah, I, I loved it. Um, yeah, so many moments like in this episode for Bella and for mm. Pedro, like, and this is just another one of them. I think massively hit. Yeah. I
0: Never agree. Agree with 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 some of what you're saying, James. But I think for me, I think the performances carried it. I think that's what made me kind of not really, because because you are right. It does feel kind of. Not, it should
1: end the episode,
0: like it's, yeah. It's, well,
1: it's one of those like powerful moments. Well,
0: that's the question I was going to ask. Do you think that this should have been the final moment in this, you know, episode? Because I think that'll I think you
2: let viewers sit with this for a week. Um, I think that's probably where you should go with this as as a moment and then in turn you know if you split this up this episode right up over two episodes you get even more room to breathe with those new characters as well Um, and I just feel like it's what this series needs at at the arse end here where you just get to spend a bit more time with them not as survivors but as just people in that world and so when inevitably what happens next does eventually come around you feel it a lot more and I I think you get a bit of that with the end of this episode like going from the kind of warmth to the, the harsh of it still i mean it works because it's, it's well acted and it's well shot um but it's just it's a truncated version of what to me could have been like a really brilliant thing
0: yeah and i think the next the next part which is where you know they they do kind of make up relatively quickly i think that wouldn't feel as you know like kind of go what weren't they just like
2: well they're just they're so chummy immediately yeah. afterwards um and i just I, as someone who was like you know you know when you have a big blowout with someone in your life that you genuinely care about. Right. There's a, there's a tension afterwards there, there's a bit of like a, a way you interact with that person that isn't, I don't see it in this. Like we just go straight to them being like, you fucking asshole, shoot the gun. Like yeah. you know, whatever. <laughs> um, which is, it's cute and it's nice. It's just, it's too fast. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I think, but I think this plays into what we've talked about a bit and this back half or this last three or four episodes feel quite rushed. So maybe if, mm. if, this, if if this was a bit more fleshed out or they gave less time to other things that had occurred earlier in the season, this might have been where the episode did end. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they obviously have that little, the beef uh, and then the morning comes and I, I quite like this moment where like there's like a knock on the door and for a brief moment you kind of see in Ellie's face like a hope that maybe it's Joel. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, this is just Bella's just, performance like you can like she doesn't have to say the words like oh i hope it's joel You're like mm-hmm. you can just sort of tell from her her facial expressions and you know tommy comes in and you kind of see she's she's a bit you know she feels let down and, and sad but you know that they uh walk to the stables and joelio's there uh he goes i was gonna steal a horse and tommy's like you know we're just giving you one um <laughs> and then yeah he's like well i'm still here and
2: I, I yeah, like that like I was gonna steal a horse like ten minutes ago. Like was, the idea that he yeah. was just waiting around. It was thirty, for her, it was like, th- it was
0: 30 minutes. Come on. Oh ah, okay. Well,
2: come, on, come on, come on, come on. Sorry, sorry.
0: Well his yeah. watch is broken. Should have been so more prepared. His I watch apologize. is yeah, you know, is bust. So maybe well, <laughs> 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 that
2: was fucking terrible. Holy shit. No, that Hold was good. On. Yeah, no, that, that's it. Like it, it was it was terribly good. Well, good you get points for that. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Uh yeah, so then
0: uh, I quite I quite like this little uh, you know, he, I don't know if I like like where it is in in the episode, uh, like right after this, you know, the big blight. But Joel kind of says to Ellie, you know, you you deserve a choice, and she's just like, let's go, like instantly, like doesn't even need need to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, throws in the bag, and yeah, this is the part that I quite liked. Uh, what well, I was going to talk talk about with Tommy a bit earlier. There's just this little moment between Tommy and Joel, and I like how Joel's just like. Can I borrow your rifle? Um, and he's like, Yeah, sure. He takes it. And then he's like, You know, Maria took mine. And he's like, Joel, I've already said yes. I just, mm. I just quite, yeah. uh, I quite like how he uh, gave that line. I thought that was quite nice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Then we leave. Then we leave the commune. The communists are gone and they're off on their little uh, horse, horse journey again. Back to the rubber individualism of America, the right way. That's it. Yeah. And, very, very quickly we uh, we cut to Joel teaching Ellie how to shoot the rifle and you know, she's obviously trying to shoot this target in the distance and can't do it so she's like, you know, the gun. And it's like a, this is a very much a kid thing to, to kind of say, you know, oh, the gun's broken, the, gun, the aiming's off and, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Joel goes, look, I'll show you how to do it. You just breathe, whatever. Uh, and then he like, nails it and she's just like, you... Dick, just uh, a very good Ellie line. Fast forward a little, little bit more, and they're kind of talking about um, Joel's life before that and how he was like a builder mm. and um, or a contractor, or a yeah. contractor. And uh, I can't remember Ellie's reaction, but she's like, "Oh, that sounds cool," or something like that. And then she kind of turns into like a little bit of a gag kind of thing. Uh, contractor. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. <laughs> but I do
2: like, I like, I love Joel's response. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We,
2: we, it's a nice, we it's a dad cool. moment yeah, for Joel, yeah, right? Where yeah. he finally feels a little bit proud of himself in front of her. It's, it's yeah. very, very sweet. And it's, it's got some good laid characterization. It's yeah. what I want.
0: And then we're uh, at the college and the college is deserted. Um, and then again, this is quite a nice uh, moment where, Joel's like, you know what, I've decided um, I don't want a sheep ranch. I want to be a singer. And Ellie kind of Ellie mocks him a bit um, and then you know says that you, you've got to, you know, once I cure the world or sorry, save the world, you know, you've got to sing me a song. And there's monkeys. Uh, I liked the monkeys. Yeah. It was a nice touch. The monkeys and they they uh, go inside, building's empty and I think Joel, Joel probably knows that they're probably not going to find anything, but there's a banging and, st- and stuff upstairs. So they go upstairs to have a bit of a look, nothing in there. Can I give
2: a, a special shout out to the, uh, the, the capital VG video game world building in this scene where they're in like a big empty decrepit like hallway where it's all like messed up and gross. And in the middle, she finds a perfect little medical station where it's like, there were doctors here. And there's a note that's like, we were doctors. <laughs> like, ah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Collectible found. Exactly, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so the monkey's just making all the racket and they look at the uh, pin board or cork board and obviously all the pins are leading to um, uh, Utah to Salt Lake City or to St Mary's Hospital, I think it is. So they're like, cool, that's where they've gone. Um, then they hear some sort of, some noise outside and there's some raiders or some some strangers, so they're like, shit, you know, we've got to sneak out the back. And yeah, that's when Joel gets attacked. Um, And this is a very brutal scene as well because you can see Ellie's got the gun out but he just snaps this guy's neck and just dolls him to the ground like he's just nothing. But then obviously, unfortunately, Joel has been stabbed. Uh, It's very sad. Mm, He's been shivved. I feel like I was channeling
1: you, James, while watching this when Joel was wrestling that guy, like you had him in the chokehold and I'm just like like shouting at the screen like, snap it, snap it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do it do
0: it <laughs> yeah uh and then yeah he well both he and ellie quickly realise that he's probably in a, in a bit of trouble the raiders or whoever they are these, these these people come chase after them and you know they're like quick get on the bike sorry not on the bike get on the horse and um off they go and ellie's shooting and they leave and kind of where we close the episode is they're a bit wherever they are on some tracks and some uh, train tracks and Joel falls off, and there's a very emotional moment from Ellie where she kind of tells Joel, who's I think at this age passed out, but I can't, I don't know if he's completely passed out, but um, she's like, you know, wake up or you know, open your eyes. I can't do this without you. You know, I, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it's it's a very good moment. It's a good. I, th- I think it's a good moment to close on if we weren't mm. going to close on that moment we, that we spoke about b- before. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, it gets them where they need to be for the rest of the story to sort of play out. Um, so how do we feel about the change from the... Because um, that, that, the way Joel gets injured at the the school is quite a, a visceral... Kind of like you know iconic quote unquote moment from the game. Um, do you think think changing that here is just a just like a budget concern or a realism thing? Or
1: it's, uh, so they spoke on the um, the podcast as saying like how that was such an epic moment and like a video game moment. And in, mm. in you know that world in the video game, they're healing themselves from gunshot runes and all that kind of stuff. Whereas in this. It's a, uh, it's a little bit more difficult, and um, they wanted to keep it a little bit more grounded in this this world. Mm-hmm. So that's why kind of yeah. stabbing like made a little bit more more sense than having this iconic, you know, get thrown off a thing because, you know, the, how how would that happen in this world? Everything's like, kind of gra- grounded in in yeah. what's dangerous. So um, that's why they made that change. I I actually like that change, I was, and I was kind of wondering as we're getting towards that moment, how it was going to happen. Like Joel's okay. So Joel's going to fly off this fucking thing and forward, or stab, get stabbed. And then he's going to survive. Yeah. Like, how is this, how is this not going to look video gamey? And mm. then when it happened, yeah. it was like, Oh, he's just been revealed to stab. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is very mm. understated. And mm. I, I felt like it worked. Yeah.
0: I was okay with it. I, yeah. I think it makes more sense for it to be like that when this is a lot more realistic, um, as kind of like buddy. So I, Kind of said, you know, you can't just have them healing themselves after every mm. time, you know, you get kind of shot. So I guess this does make them feel more a bit uh, real uh, yeah. in this world. But, buddy, I wanted to quickly ask you do you kind of feel that this part of the experience was rushed? Do you kind of feel that they are kind of pushing along pretty quickly now?
1: I feel like we we're on the cusp of getting pushed along quickly. I feel like I said before, I feel like this episode condensed a lot of what happened in fall and combining it with winter and and he hit a lot of touchstones um, seamlessly with how they kind of paced it out. I definitely felt like the end of the episode, he like, I was kind of like, Oh, they get to the university. He's got to get stabbed. Like just knowing what was happening. Like this is going to happen super quickly um and the fact that they made it happen as they arrived on the scene like what else could they have done there outside of maybe just wander around and more having more moments like video game moments of exposition Mm -hmm. and and having like you know moments of conflict you know gameplay i guess like what else could have happened so the way they did condense this part i felt like yes maybe that has worked even if it is a little bit rushed at the end um with how kind of quick things happen but uh, I'm also a little bit apprehensive of how things are going to happen now with th- what three episodes left. Yeah, because you, what you're what's probably supposed to happen,
0: what 60% of the way through the game at this point. Mm.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm I think this episode worked for me. Yes, the last 10 minutes was a little bit. Mm, okay cool but I can see why they made these changes and why it happened and when they immediately got there and all that kind of stuff and what else could they have filled it with outside of fucking gameplay and having that agency agency moments do the heavy lifting in the in the games but uh, I am a little bit like hmm how's it gonna go even even if you hadn't have like given me this kind of you know, that was one of your criticisms of seeing the whole thing and yeah. even if you hadn't given me those ideas I, I still would be in my mind recounting like oh shit oh shit okay really mm. we're, we're only up to here we're only up to here have they, they, they they've
2: revealed the episode title of the next one right like yes that's, yes
1: yeah. um kim, okay. kim was like super freaked out after this because she was like she's like swearing she's like fuck is he dead is fucking is joel fucking dead is he dead like because when they're going into the university i'm kind of like leaning forward like mm. and she's like you know what's coming what's what's happening something bad coming like I'm just not. I'm not don't responding. I'm not it. giving her anything. I'm not even yeah. like no body language, nothing. And then Joel thinks i mean, he He's dead. I'm just like, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to react. I'm not going to. There's no smirk. There's no nothing. Like, is he dead? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, like one of my mates, he. I was
0: talking to him tonight, and he asked me the ex- exact same thing. He goes, he goes, surely Joel's not dead. I just, I lolled. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have let him like. <laughs> stewing it for maybe a bit longer, but I was like, "Come on, mate! Like, come on!" Um, Which have, have you played the game? And, and, come on, mate. Do you think? Do you think a show like this is going to kill off their main character? Come on, uh, yeah, come on. But um, he, he then goes, "This is what I think is going to happen next," and I was like, "Okay." And he goes, "I think Tommy's going to come and,
1: and save them all," and I was like, "All
0: right, cool." Yep. yep.
1: guess we
0: we'll have to wait and see, won't we?
1: Guess we will. I hope Tommy comes and saves them. Tommy's the real hero.
0: There you go. Yeah, shout outs. And he's, oh, actually, the other line that's right, that I meant to mention was I really loved that moment where they're at the bar and Joel's kind of like, um, uh, you know, for you and I, it'll be a walk in the park seeing as you can shoot infected from 500 <laughs> yards, which I know is bullshit, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, I thought that was quite good. All right, cool. Any, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap it up?
2: No. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I do have something I want to talk about, but it's more of a, it's it's got to be a season two conversation. Okay. yeah, All right.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for listening to our episode six wrap of HBO's the last of us. We will see you next week for episode seven. Very exciting. Yeah. Coming up on the end. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying it. Uh, any thoughts, let us know on social media or uh, just anywhere. Just write them down and... I'll feel Shout it. Shout them out your window, mate. <sighs> that's it. We'll get it. All right. Write him on the back of an oak drink. That, uh, that's, that's, that's the best way. All right. Cool. Uh, James, buddy, a pleasure as always. As always. And we'll see, see you next time. boy.